In this episode, we talk about how to say no. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-based strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and saying no is difficult, right? Like, how many times have you overcommitted yourself? How many times have you let yourself say yes to too many things until before you know it, you end up in a worse spot than where you started, or you end up sacrificing something you actually want to do something that you really don't want to be doing. How many times have you found yourself in that situation? Now, if you're anything like me, it's probably a lot. So needless to say, saying no is important. It's a critical part of maintaining our own mental health. It's a critical part of maintaining our well-being and our ability to produce at our highest levels. But it can be so incredibly difficult to do. It can be so hard to say no to people, especially people we care about, people like friends or family. And this is made even harder if you happen to be a people pleaser, if you're the type of person who would fall on a sword for somebody else, it's so much more difficult to say no. And that's not even the worst. Because the thing that makes saying no so much harder and takes it to that next level is when empathy is involved, when it's important to consider the other person's situation, when we want to help, when we want to support, it's incredibly easy to forget about ourselves and our own needs in an effort to be a good human. But as we established, it's important. And the good news is that it's a skill. It's something we can learn to do, something we can get better at and practice and build the muscle of. So in this episode, I want to share how we do that. How do we actually say no? Because that's probably one of the many things in school that we should have learned, but unfortunately didn't. It's kind of like breathing. We're all just expected to have our own process and our own approach, and we're just supposed to end up on it naturally. But that isn't always right, and that doesn't always work. So today I'm going to give you a process for saying no. I'm going to share how you can approach the no and I'm going to talk through the benefits of embracing this. Because ultimately saying no will lead to getting more done and being significantly happier. When we get back, we jump into it. Before we jump into the rest of the episode, I want to thank today's sponsor, BetterHelp. 
I've been a vocal advocate for therapy and I've been in and out of therapy myself for the last four or five years and it's been insanely helpful to me for everything from anxiety, depression, dealing with grief when my father passed, and even issues like lack of motivation or loneliness. And therapy, it's, it's just done so much for my life, but it's incredibly expensive. And sometimes the process of finding a therapist can be really tricky. I actually struggled with that when I first moved to New Hampshire. Things like asking the right questions, feeling comfortable enough to share, they're all incredibly important. So what is the solution here? Well, that's why I actually personally use BetterHelp. And I recommend them to you as well. That's where I found my therapist. And I think it could help you. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. All you do is download the BetterHelp app, create an account, and fill in a few details about yourself and what you're looking for. Then, in as little as a few hours, you're matched with a therapist who specializes in the things that you personally are struggling with. You can try them out, see if it's a good fit, and if not, you just request a new one. It's all ridiculously easy, it's stress-free, and it allows you to focus on the more important part, which is getting the help you deserve. All the therapists are licensed, accredited professionals, and BetterHelp allows you to connect with them in a safe and private online environment, whether that is via text or video or audio calls, whatever works for you, and it's all available for a low, flat fee. So why not join me and give it a shot? You deserve to have support in your personal journey, and BetterHelp can help you find that support. Head over to BetterHelp.com slash leaps now to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash leaps to get 10% off your first month of therapy. It's fast, easy, and worth a shot. BetterHelp.com slash leaps, or tap the link in the description of this episode. So how do we say no? Well, the first thing to keep in mind is that it's important to be assertive. What we mean here is that we need to go for what we want. We need to say what we actually feel and ask for what is in our best interest. And then when we choose to say no, when we choose that as the, the, the approach When we decide that that is what is in our best interest, we need to be firm in that refusal and not give in to pressure. Part of what makes saying no so difficult is when the other side, the person you're saying no to, feels that there is wiggle room. If it seems like you're saying no, but really it could be a yes, or really it's it's no because of these things, and if those things weren't in the way, then maybe like it, if when it feels like no is not final, the other person, if they really need that thing done or they really need that support, is more likely to try and exploit the wiggle room. They're more likely to try to dig into it a little bit, figure out what's going on, why, and see, well, if I can just address the underlying issues, if it's a question of time, I can talk about how it's not going to take much time, or if it's a question of this, I can talk about that. When we give people that room or the, the impression that that room is there, they are going to try and take it. 
And this is even worse if you're dealing with like a salesman or any kind of like high pressure, like put in the work kind of individual. If we leave room, they're going to use it. And so once we decide that for us, no is the right option, we need to be firm and we need to not give in and we need to be clear. We need to make sure the other person knows that we mean no. There cannot be any room for doubt in that. The second thing we need to keep in mind is that, of course, we're still human beings. We need to treat each other well. And no is historically a negative thing. It means passing on supporting somebody who maybe might need that support. It means uh, uh, potentially screwing somebody else's plans up. Now, just because you saying no might hurt them does not mean that you shouldn't. What it does mean is that you should be empathetic to the fact that they are now in a tougher situation. That doesn't mean you change your plans. That doesn't mean you screw yourself over. It means that you are kind about it, that you are polite about it, that you don't throw the no in their face and you still recognize their humanity. You still recognize the role that they are now trying to fill. Maybe that shows up as helping them find somebody else to support them. Or maybe it just shows up as a, I'm sorry, but no. Whatever way that needs to show up for you, whatever brand of kindness you have and can offer should be on full display here. Because no is a negative for the person asking. And while that does not mean you should harm yourself in order to give in to them, it does mean that we need to recognize the negative that they are now experiencing. So be kind, be polite, and be respectful when you refuse somebody. And then finally, and I'm going to say this, but there is a massive caveat here. Have a reason for saying no. And when I say a reason, I want to remind you that I don't want to is a perfectly valid reason. It's perfectly valid. Not wanting to is a good reason. Don't feel like you need to have this like complicated, insane, like, oh no, I can't because I'm picking up my kids and then I'm going to piano class and I'm doing this and that and that. You don't need all of that. If you just don't want to, say you don't want to. I mean, maybe say it a little kinder than that, but just say the actual reason. But you personally, internally, need to recognize what the reason is. And there is a reason for this. Because when you recognize it, when you know why you're turning this down, when you know why this isn't something that is important for you, when you know what it is, it makes it easier for you to stick with it. It makes it easier for you to be firm about it. If you just say no casually, and then they keep pushing and trying to take that space and that doubt that you've left them, when that happens, it's pretty easy for them to convince you. But if you say no and you recognize, I don't want to do this, that's why I'm saying no, 
it's real easy to stick with that. Because every time that you get close to giving in, you're going to have that, that memory of, oh yeah, I don't want to do this. That's why. Yeah, no, I'm going to pass on that. So understand your reasons, but also understand that just not wanting to is a good reason. Now, let's talk a little bit about the benefits of saying no, because I think saying no is kind of taboo. It's really weird. In our society, we feel like we need to be just saying yes to everything. We need to be like supporting people and doing this. And if you say no, you're negative. This is built into all levels of culture. But the truth is, saying no is sometimes the most positive thing you can do. Saying no is sometimes the best thing you can do for the other person. Because saying yes in a way that's half-assed, saying yes in a way that leaves them in a worse position, that's not good either. So what's the first benefit of saying no? Well, it allows you to focus on your own priorities, whatever those are to you. You give yourself enough space and enough room to focus on what you need to focus on. That gives you the opportunity to create more space in the future. So saying no today could actually lead to you being more capable of saying yes in the future. Saying no also helps you to maintain healthy boundaries. This is one of the most important parts of a long-lasting relationship, whether that is platonic or uh, romantic. Maintaining healthy boundaries and knowing what is okay and what is not. How will you deal with this particular person? What does that relationship look like? Is critical. It allows both parties to feel like they're on the same level. It allows you to not feel like you're being taken advantage of. And saying no is a massive tool for determining the lines of those boundaries. How far will you allow them to go? How far will they allow you to go? Saying no also prevents you from becoming overwhelmed and anxious and stressed. All states that are ultimately negative places to be and just lead to more overwhelm and anxiety and stress. By maintaining those boundaries and keeping your list of things you need to be thinking about or doing or supporting people in as minimal as possible, you allow yourself to tackle the things that are already there, spend more time with them, give more time or excuse me, more of yourself to them. That is insanely valuable. Saying no also helps you to not spread yourself too thin so that you can show up for each individual thing, so that the things you said yes to, you're able to actually do something for instead of just half-assing a thousand things. And then lastly, saying no allows you to focus on your own needs. And it's a little different than priorities. It allows you the space and time to think about what it is you need. What does your mental health need? What does your physical health need? Your relationship need? Your career need? Your finance need? What are the needs you have that might not be filled 
because you're stretching yourself too thin? Could that be just getting enough sleep at night? Could that be eating healthy? Whatever it is, what are those needs? Saying no and leaving your plate not full is an incredible way to give yourself and keep the space required to focus on you. And so before we wrap this episode, let's talk a little bit about planning for the no. Because we've talked about how to say no. We've talked about why you should say no. But that doesn't mean that it's not still difficult. So there's a few things you can do ahead of time that will help make saying no significantly easier. The first thing is to actually understand what your personal priorities and your needs are. If you know those things, then it makes it easier for you to understand your reason for saying no. It makes it easier for you to understand and evaluate whether or not this ask fits into the model of life that you want. And it also makes it easier for you to say yes when things are the right thing for you to support on. So take the time early, ahead of time, before you're faced with the no. Take the time to understand what your priorities are and what your needs are. And then the second thing is with your friends, with your family, practice setting boundaries. Understand what those boundaries should be and practice delivering on them. Practice following through with them. Practice sticking with them. This will make it easier to not uh, fall into the trap of, of them asking in the first place. It'll make it easier to not fall into the trap of leaving too much doubt when you do say no. Because if those boundaries are set and your relationship is built with boundaries in it, they'll understand why this no is there. And in many cases, they may not even ask if they know that it crosses a boundary. So, with all of that said... I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for spending the time with me. And I want to thank you for saying yes to this podcast episode. It means a lot more than you could possibly know. And before you go, I have another podcast that I recommend you check out. It's called Happy Healthy Human. And here's the description. Each week, join host Paul Levitin as he discusses a variety of topics ranging from mindset personal development, and mental and physical health, and anything and everything else in between, all to help you become a happier, healthier human. What I love about this podcast is Paul's unique style of breaking down his guest insights into easily understood action items. Because unlike me, he's an actual certified expert and knows what it takes to build a happier life. So his viewpoint is typically backed up and supported. So now that you're done with this episode of the podcast, if you're looking for more, search Happy Healthy Human wherever you get your podcasts and give it a listen today. Thank you for being here. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.